Oh, wow, okay. Hello, this is Jelen, and welcome to Cool Gems Watch With Me. If you don't already know, this is a special series for the month of December where we watch an episode of a drama and then talk about it for about 5 minutes or so. So, grab a seat, and let's watch W together. Today we're discussing episode 4. How do they keep doing this? How do they cramp so much into an hour? What are your thoughts on this episode? I... I... <laughs> okay, first things first. Did he just step out of that smashed drawing tablet? Is that what it was? Anyways, he's here, my friend. He's in the real world. What? So I assume that he stepped out of the drawing tablet that uh, Yeonju's father smashed, which means there's a possibility that he is at Yeonju's father's house right now, which will make the confrontation with her father come really quick, so I doubt that's the case, but that could be interesting. It's probably more likely that he is just where all the trash is. <laughs> Wait, I'm not saying he's trash. It's just where Yeonju's father probably disposed of the tablet. That could be construed so wrong. Let me rephrase that. I think he's at the place that Yeonju's father disposed of the tablet. So in the next episode, we'll probably see him try to find Yeonju and figure out this whole situation. Because it's so maldoante. Like, what? It's crazy enough that she gets dragged into a manhua universe, a webtoon universe, right? It's a crazy experience and that's why she freaked out. But now a fictional character is in the real world? It must be a crazy experience for both of them. It's really fun to watch. I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode experiencing the real world outside of the universe that he knows. You know, it looks so familiar, but at the same time, so different. And on a similar tangent, so it turns out he did actually drag her into the universe. He wasn't just grabbing at thin air. There was that rectangular portal thing that he reached through to grab onto her. Although I don't quite understand. Because... This portal appeared after he became aware, right? After he realized that he was in a, a Manhua universe. So how did that last one appear? How did he manage to call it up? Because he wasn't aware yet at that time. And is he the only one who is alive? I know he is the only one who has gained awareness right now. But are the others alive too? Is there a possibility of them gaining awareness too? Because he realized that everything is fabricated. His entire world is fabricated. So does that also apply to the other characters? I mean, of course I know that they are all fictional characters. All of them are fabricated. But is he the only one who has the ability to become aware? Are the others then just like props for the universe because he is the main character and all of them kind of exist to just support him and his story? And we know that time revolves around him. So what happens to the other characters when they are not involved in the story? Do they just live their lives? Or are they on pause until they get called into the story? And is everything that we see of that Manhua universe 
in the webtoon, I feel like it's mentioned in episode 1 or 2 that scenes that don't involve Kang Tol or aren't related to the story get edited out. Which means life does go on, even beyond the pages of the webtoon, beyond what we see on the webtoon. Soyi, for instance, might have to use the bathroom, even if the writer didn't write a scene where she needs to use the bathroom. But that would also mean that the truck and the guy with the mask necessarily have to exist too, even if the writer didn't give them a background, even if the writer didn't explain where they came from, because otherwise extras wouldn't exist. By the way, this is completely unrelated, but I think Sohi is one of my favorite characters right now. I think she's super intelligent and capable, and I really like her, so it really sucks that Kang Tol was like, Sohi caused trouble. She was doing the only logical thing that she could think of for you, dude. Although I do understand where he was coming from, because he had the perspective of someone who was wrongfully accused before, but at the same time, I don't think it's her fault. She didn't just accuse Yondu, she just wanted to know the truth. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But what about you? What do you think? Did you agree with her actions? What do you think about this episode? What are you expecting to happen in the next episode? Let me know and I'll see you tomorrow.